my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Welcome back to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I am your host, Sanch. And as always, I am joined by... Maximiliano! Woo! Or, well, I should kind of change that be like, as, as, and as always, I am joined by all or one of the, or whatever, because, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter, because in Brothers Bear, whenever, if Carlos can't be there or Edgar, I still say, as always, joined by, even though sometimes they're not there, you know? Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. I'll, just, I'll still say that. Who cares? All right, everybody. But welcome back. This is episode 38 of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. We have a big episode today. We got a, a massive thing going on. But uh, let's uh, say hello to my co-host, Max. How you doing, sir? What's up? Dude, some crazy stuff has gone down. Yeah. Well, oh. Tonight, a couple hours ago. Couple, I, well, I don't think couple hours. I mean, it was. I think it was way earlier. So it was like six hours ago. Oh, it, yeah, it happened like two o'clock today. Yeah, it was like in the afternoon. This is Pacific time, ladies and gentlemen, and I, I wasn't fully aware. I, I was only paying attention to one news story today because I've been busy doing homework, and but something happened in the. I mean, it does relate to this podcast because this this guy was in some huge movies that were in the eighties. You know. So uh, let, let's let's uh, let's talk about it. what's going on here. So freaking Harrison Ford, as you know, is a pretty good pilot. And earlier today, he yeah, was... I guess not that good. He was flying out of the Santa Monica airport, which uh, is not LAX. It's like a small little airport by LAX. But uh, this guy, he was uh, flying a World War Two like training um airplane and it's like it, it's super dope it's all like yellow and stuff and, yeah it looked cool uh, it was like those old biplanes almost yeah. minus like the biplane wing things but it looked like one of those yeah like old world war one world war two planes yeah for sure so you know there's some ford's freaking yeah. rich so he owns it but anyways so he's flying out and then witnesses and, and people were saying that uh they heard like the engine go down and he went his plane went down and crashed not like not horrifically but it crashed into a golf course uh, on the green and um i mean he's fine he's like you know coherent and stuff he was rushed to the hospital but dude could you imagine just being on the freaking like green about to putt and then you see this uh this plane go down and it, it comes out it's like indiana jones you're like what the frick like that would be <laughs> such an awesome Wait, pickup line so like, did he so- land or he just crashed <laughs> Kind of, I think, kind of both. Like he like crashed, but he landed. It was like a crash land. This is seriously like uh, uh, this is like reminds me of that South Park episode where where, where it's called Simpsons did it, where oh, yeah, it's yeah, Simpsons yeah, yeah, did yeah. it because this was already this actually happened in a film year. Remember in the I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Casino. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where he's like, because they're always keeping tabs on him, the right, FBI right, following right. the Joe Pesci character, or whatever, and then. There's a, a a yellow 
plane, biplane, lands in the golf course, and then it's two <laughs> FBI agents, and it's Dude, just, I totally it, forgot about that. It, it's an exactly the same. It's a yellow. See, I'm telling you, man, it's all stage. Freaking Harrison Ford, dude! And you don't hear this happen to John Travolta. That uh, guy's a pilot, and he's never. Same with Gary Newman. You know, a guy did cars. He flies a plane. He's behind it. He yeah, dude. Publicity stuff for Star Wars. No, but I thought what was interesting was like, you know, I guess because it crash landed in uh, in Venice in like uh. this really rich neighborhood, and all the neighbors are all pissed off because they're like, oh, this happens a lot and stuff. And like the closest, <laughs> the closest uh, house was fifty yards away. Yeah. I'm like, Screw you guys for being upset. If Harrison Ford would have died, screw you guys. Because that would have screwed up the entire Star Wars new saga. Imagine, screw dude, you. if if you yeah. Screw you. You know? <laughs> like, freaking A. Like, this guy, Harrison freaking Ford, could have died 50 yards away from your house. You're like, ooh, ooh, too close. This always happens. Screw you. Seriously. Screw you. I was thinking that earlier, too, because, like, the one, like, like I said, I me earlier the one the big there was two big news stories today but i think this the one we're talking about right now completely overshadowed the other story because the other news story that i was aware of was how jared leto um instagram an image and actually he um he snapchatted too uh, his images of his, his look for of his hair for the joker and it's all like slicked back and everything and then there was another image in which it got taken down by the by but i happen to i still post it <laughs> but i got it before they took it down but it was of of his the final dye job and his hair is all slicked back and right, green right, right. so that i noticed and at one point when i started scrolling just to see if people were commenting and liking i started noticing the plane thing i was like that was going on and i kind of read the news story like oh he's in all right you know condition you know like he's 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 hurt banged up but he's he's gonna live and i was like oh you know but i didn't even bother like continuing just i was like i just continue doing my homework but i mean i'm glad you brought it up because i didn't really know the details so you're telling me about the details but i was like damn like that's crazy because the one thing that came to my mind if he were to die it what would happen with star wars you know like it's not done shooting right right? or is Uh, it Maybe. No, wait, it has they're, to be done. Yeah, they're probably doing pickups right now. Yeah, it has to be done because the movie comes out this year, right? It comes out in December. Oh, in December. Okay, maybe they're just doing final, yeah. you know? They, like They could be doing pickups. I don't know. Most of that movie is going to be CG anyways. No, no, was, no oh, that's no, not true. No, that's true. Yeah, he, George Lucas, Abrams flipped it. Yeah, yeah if it it's was Lucas. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's going to obviously be some CG, right, but he right, said right, majority right. of it. Um, oh, right. but see, yeah, see, just see what George Lucas does to me. He just gets in this mode. Like, <laughs> it's like right away. You're just <laughs> forget Star Wars. I don't like it. Man. I love Star Wars. Just not the, <laughs> just not the, the Lucas trilogy. Dude, <laughs> nah, you know no, that like it was crazy, but no, JJ Abrams did say that, that he confirmed that Harrison Ford's not going to die or something, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know how much stock you put into that. Well, but. see, but if, if, if Harrison would have died today, then they would right. have to write that in in some right. form or another. You know, like I know, I guarantee you, this is how executives think in the industry. I guarantee you, they were like, "Thank God he didn't die," because oh, if he sure. died, they would have been pissed. Because then they would have been sure. like, "Dude, you just screw." Like especially Disney, because you're like, "We just paid four billion for this. Like, what the hell? Like, like what are we gonna do?" So it's kind of like. I mean, in their eyes, they're like, they're, thank God, you know, freaking, 
that he survived. Dude, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's nuts. But hey, you know, like it's crazy. It's Hollywood. You know, freaking Harrison Ford. But I I I just think it would be awesome to be on that golf course and like <laughs> right exactly. You're just like dude, what's going on? You're like, oh, dude, I totally, I'm totally glad I called in sick today. Like, I totally saw Harrison Ford like crash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or or a like, you know, I think it was like maybe three weeks ago. Did you see like? It was somewhere, I don't know where, it was in the other side of the world, and somebody was driving on the freeway, and uh, they were, like, on a bridge, and their dash cam or whatever, like, a plane, like, just a big old plane, like, just, like, clips the freeway and, like, crashes. Did you see that? Like, No, I didn't. Oh, dude, that thing was, like, nuts. So, I mean, imagine you just being there at the right time, like, just to see freaking Harrison Ford. You're, like... You're like, first you're like, dude, there's a plane crashing. Like, oh, man. And then you run up and you find out it's freaking Indiana. Like, <laughs> see, dude, if he knew he was having trouble, he should have hopped out and it had an inflatable raft right, and he right. would have survived, dude. Right. Or he got into a refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the raft would have made more sense because that's, remember, he he right, hopped that, out of. Temple of Doom. Right. You know, he yeah. hopped out of a plane. That's, that would have been bad, dude, if, if in the news it said Harrison Ford found dead on a deflated raft. And they're like, what was he trying to do? While well, he saw it in the movie, he thought that's how he could survive. See, and that pisses me off because people crap all over Crystal Skulls for like, oh, swinging with monkeys and, oh, you know, freaking uh, aliens. And, oh, like, they just knock it. The refrigerator so much left and right. Yet, when you watch the other Indiana Jones films... Dude, there's so much absurd things that, and, and yet no one knocks them for some reason. Especially that one, Temple of Doom. When it hops, I've never, I've never really liked Temple of Doom. I, it's, it's like an acquired taste. Like, oh, really? That's one. Yeah, uh, I hate the chicken, and dude, she's so annoying. Ah, uh, I think that short, was her last short, movie too. She went off short, and married. Short the only thing that redeems it. Not short Dr. round, Dogs. yeah. <laughs> He's like, no time for love, Dr. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, lady, you call him Dr. Jones. So. <laughs> I like okay. it. Oh, well, all right. So that, you know, that would be good. We we need to do that one at, at oh, some point. Sure. Some you know, I was going to say, you know, if I was on that golf course, I totally would have taken a selfie with him. Like, ran up there. Right? Like, right? like he's all right? laying there all dead, like half <laughs> dead and just... I would have done that, dude. Oh, for sure. Post it. <laughs> Seriously. I, like, if you're a man. I'm shocked there's no footage or anything of someone on the golf course pulling out their cell phone right away and filming the plane crash. Well, like, you know, it's, it's in Venice. They're probably all old, retired people who don't, you know. Know that's true. Well, it was Santa Monica Airport, right? Yeah, but it crashed, like, I think it was, like, technically Venice. It was, like, you know, it was, like, right after Santa Monica. So. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. I'm... I remember, um, cause that neighborhood, I mean, there's a, like the, the airport is right smack next door to a neighborhood. Cause yeah. when I, 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 years ago in O2, I dated a girl who lived like a, a few blocks away from the airport and I would drive right by it. And I, I remember I would be like, dude, this is kind of scary. And that has happened where there actually was a plane. It was sometime in, I don't know when, in like the late two thousands that crashed into the neighborhood, a neighborhood, like a house um from that airport like they were trying to make it they ran out of gas or something and they just they didn't make it to the airport and they crashed into a house or something yeah, um but yeah it's, it's freaking nuts crazy crazy harrison ford but, <laughs> like, you know. crazy old Maurice. yeah seriously but he's alive and well mr president get off my plane or what did he say no but the snakes no 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 it uh, was um harrison ford from air force one oh right yeah, yeah, when yeah. he goes 
get off my plane or something like that. I don't know, dude. Who knows? And then but... he jumps off. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So, uh, there's some a little bit of 88 news for you. <laughs> some update uh, news. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, anyway. So, as- aside from that, we obviously have some shout-outs this week. So, I say let's get into some shout-outs. Buddy. All right, some shout-outs. I got to give some shout-outs. First off, I got to give a shout-out to Hydrate Level 4. Uh, their past episode, actually, this uh, past week was... They did... Uh, Renata happened to guest star on it, and it was their episode of Clueless. Um, I know it's not an a- you know an 80s film, but Renata uh, has always bugged about wanting to do freaking Clueless. And they freaking, uh, they finally, you know, she had the opportunity to do it. So, yeah, so it was, um, it, it was on this past episode, uh, what freaking number was it? I don't even know. Oh, 30th. Their 30th episode. So, Hydrate Level 4, episode 30. If you want to hear Renata guest on their show, uh, representing 88 Miles Per Hour podcast and talking about the movie Clueless. So, so yeah, so big shout out to Hydrate Level 4. Also, another shout out to Silence of the Mics. Welcome to Silence of the Mics. Uh, they, they gave us a shout out um, on their show the other day, uh, their past episode. I was listening to it. Uh, they gave us a shout out. They were just more of a, um, a reply to um, what was, uh, of our show about, uh, you know, time travel and everything. So, yeah, so... So, uh, thanks again, you guys. Awesome. Uh, what about you, Max? What you got? I got Turtle Flakes. This is awesome. I actually found this this week. It is a podcast totally dedicated to the Ninja Turtles. Uh, if you guys know, I'm a huge Ninja Turtle fan, and I love the freaking Ninja Turtles. But these guys, uh, Josh and Rob, they go over, you know, the comics, the cartoons, the toys, the games, uh, all things related to ninja turtles they talk about the the current series on nickelodeon um it's it's awesome i i've uh listened to the first couple uh episodes so check those guys out uh turtle flakes with josh and rob yeah turtle flakes awesome cool freaking when i hear that (laughs) i well you know what nah i think about the way to me i hear it, it sounds like more like it's a Saturday morning, like cereal, yeah, that's, freaking. That's what it is. You know, we discuss it all over a big bowl of turtle flakes. Yeah, like, and it sounds like. I mean, did Ninja Turtles actually? I I can't even think about. It. Did they have a cereal? I'm sure they did. Everyone did. Are you I sure? Think they did. They did. They did. I remember. It. I I can picture. It. I don't know what it. I don't know the name of it. But I I, I honestly, I dude, I was a huge Ninja Turtle fan. All red and stuff. And yeah. I do not remember. Let me see. Nin Ninja Turtle cereal. <laughs> The cereal box. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it. This there is had it. to be, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at... Oh, yeah. Look, I'm looking at it right now. It's a little marshmallows in it. It's, like, basically, like, checks. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cereal. Oh, yeah, it is. It's, like, um... Uh, yeah. Like, checks mix. Chex, yeah. With, with uh, like, Lucky Charms cereal. Yeah, so it's a mixture of checks with Lucky Charms. See, that's what happens when something's so huge, they just make it into a cereal and put it together, and then that's it. Not no more, though. Yeah, you're right. They don't really do that anymore. I mean, it's the whole health-conscious thing with, you know, all American kids being all 
you know, fat and overweight <laughs> that they're like, you know what? Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to freaking be making cereal for the kids. But back when, dude, every single thing, come on, Mr. T cereal, you know. But but, but let, let's be real. There's like no cool cartoons right now. You know? Yeah, it's that's all- true. You I mean, know. we'd have, like, Miley Cyrus freaking, you know, like, cereal and stuff. No, like, it, they'd, like, they'd be little wrecking balls, you know, like, out of marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or it'd be freaking, like, the, you know, like, like why isn't, is there a Spongebob cereal? You know, like, is there an Adventure Time cereal? Is there nope. freaking, you know, they, sh- they should, I don't know. But. I don't think there is. Hmm. Oh, well. Well. It's, it's, I stopped eating cereal when I was, like, 12, so... Oh, dude, okay, I'm just looking right here at the cereals, and there's a Ghostbusters cereal. I actually had the Ghostbusters cereal, and I liked that one. It was actually pretty good. I love the, the Ghostbusters cereal. I never had it. Nah, dude, that one was I, great. I remember the Ninja Turtle. I had the Ninja Turtle. I think the Ghostbusters, I don't think it was around. Yeah, I, rem- I remember freaking it's all... The real Ghostbusters... Yeah, Ghostbusters oh. and then the real Ghostbusters cereal. So yeah. I mean, they were they were all the same, but freaking, I I I actually like that cereal. Also, too, I remember having the Smurf cereal, and that one was good. I like yeah, the, the Smurf blue one. Yeah, yeah. For Smurfs sure. was good, and then one that reminded me a lot of um, Captain Crunch was the Batman cereal for the '89 movie Batman. Uh, their cereal it was very much like Captain Crunch style. And I thought it was good, too. I only got it once, if I remember correctly. I don't think we bought it more than once, but, you know. And and like I said earlier, Mr. T. <laughs> it does look like Captain Crunch. I bet you there's, like, regulations and stuff now. Probably. Like, stuff, yeah, like... there's there's probably more lawyers and stuff involved in, like, big business. And that's probably why we don't see it as much anymore, probably. you know. Because they're probably like, oh, who's going to make the money? We're going to have to give you the rights and blah, blah, blah. And then... You know what? You're right, dude. That's probably why it's just like it's just too much of a hassle for them to even do it. Screw the lawyers. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right, Max. So that was my my shout outs. You gave your shout outs. So what is next on the agenda, sir? Uh, dude, can we talk about Double Dare real quick? Oh hell yeah. <laughs> okay, I've been dude. I've been trying to like talk about this on this podcast for about a month now. You know. Yeah. So, but anyways. So, um, I know it was that the last, I think the last podcast we were on, uh, Renata was talking about being on, um, what, what show was she talking about? I don't know. A Nickelodeon show. Yeah. All, all that, that. All that. All that. Right. So I was like, uh, I, I, I saved it because I knew it was going to be a giant rabbit trail and I was going to get really, you know, intense about it. But the show that I've always wanted to be on was Double Dare. Freaking yeah. Double Dare. And what's so awesome about Double Dare, it actually started, I think, in 1988 or 89 or something. It started off with just, like, two kids on a team, but what I loved about Double Dare... It actually, 1986. 86? All right. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been. It says right here, number of seasons seasons is seven. Uh, So from uh, 1986 to 1992, and then it came back for two seasons in 2000. Right, I remember, and that was stupid because Mark Summers wasn't there. Mark Summers was my boy. Yeah, it kind of looked like um, Fred Savage. No, not Fred Savage. <laughs> uh, the Corey Matthews guy, whatever his name is. It kind of looked oh, like ben that. Ben Savage. Yeah, it kind of looked like Ben oh, Savage. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, but no, Double Dare was dope, dude. Like especially when when they had the the um, super sloppy Double Dare, 
and I just love seeing like parents going all for it and stuff. And <laughs> it's actually funny now because I was watching a couple episodes recently, and uh, they have full episodes on YouTube. But like the prizes now is so funny. Like looking back, it's like you won a radio, and like you've won a um, a Walkman. You know, just like totally outdated. Or, or the number one prize that. It, not the family double dare, but just the kids double dare. The prize that would always be the ultimate prize, and I remember this, was Space Camp. That was yeah, yeah, always yeah. the ultimate prize on these effing shows back in the day. Kids would be able to go to Space Camp. And man, I, I remember I always wanted to go. I was like, oh, that's bad, Space Camp. But yeah, plus I wanted to be on Double Dare. Dude, that, that oh, show looks so fun. For sure. I would love to, you know, like, I was like, you know, even if I knew the answer, I'd be like, physical challenge, physical challenge. Like, I would just do that. And then, do you remember the theme, the song that they would play whenever they oh, would yeah. do? Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I can't do it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to, I, I can't remember it in my head. I mean, it's going to be playing in the background as we're talking right now. <laughs> but I, I, for, for, for us right now, live, that we're doing this, I, I was like, I kind of have it vaguely, but I'm like, I, I just remember it was always the same song. It's like, it's like you know, because what it would be, it would be, uh, be uh, Dare, and then they're like... Double Dare. Double Dare, and or, then he's like... Double the money, yeah. Yeah, it's like, or, or do you want to do the physical challenge? Like, can you answer it or do the physical challenge? And they look at each other and they're like, physical challenge. All right, bring it up. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's cool. Is, um, as you know, I work with youth, and I actually, we had a whole night of Double Dare. And I had these, you know, uh, sixth, seventh, eighth graders, and we played Double Dare. So we had, like, you know, trivia questions and stuff, and uh, we had teams. And then we actually, they did, like, I, mean, I, I, I did so much research. I, like, probably spent about two hours going through, you know, all the physical challenges. And, you know, they, we, did, we did them. We did them all, like the ones with the, the flapjacks, and there was, like, syrup on it, and you have to fling it over to your uh, partner and try to catch it on a on a plate. <laughs> but was the plate attached to their head? Um, not on this one, but we okay. did certain ones like that. Uh, there was this one where they were on a stepladder and they had to like squeeze like uh, jello from their hands and they had to get it into this cup on this person's head and stuff. <laughs> and, then, and then we did the, the obstacle course at the end. And you want to explain the obstacle course? The obstacle? Oh, Okay. Yeah, dude, I love the Oscar. Okay, I got to point out one of them I hated because they would always lose in one of these. But the obstacle courses was, it was always something weird. Like, it was usually something huge. Like, there was a teeth, like a mouth. So, right. it was like, it would open up and you would slide down the tongue into a pit that was all ooze. Like, it was the slime, you know, that, that was there. And you would look for a flag. The flag was almost like a baton that you hand off. So, mm -hmm. when you found it, you hand it off to the next... Uh, person and they would run off there would be like a big old nose with glasses and you would have to dig through the nose looking for the for the freaking and have mocos all over your hand yeah and then once you found the flag hand it off there was one it was like a big head and it was the ear so you would put your hand in the ear like looking and i remember the but the one that that almost always was the nose whenever the nose one right that's the one people would always lose because they yep. could never find the freaking um the flag in that one but there were some cool ones of that obstacle course um it's just weird that mark summers did this because this guy has like a crazy ocd when it comes to um like 
uh, cleanliness. Like right, he, right, right. Because uh, I remember this was years ago. I was watching something like one of those Entertainment Tonight things, like before it got very, you know, the way it is now, like TMZ-ish. It, it had to be like in the early 2000s. And I remember I was watching it and he was on and he was talking about like, you know, his years in Double Dare and how he has OCD, how he gets home and he cleans his spick and span. <laughs> Everything's clean and he has to have clean things or he freaks out. And it was just weird, like, how the hell was he able to do this show? If well, everything's you know funny, it's like it became a tradition at the end to push him into like the pool of right? time and stuff. And you can tell he's so pissed. Like when he gets thrown <laughs> in it, it's usually like the dad and the dad's like ho 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 and throws him in. Like you can tell, like Mark's like, you just get off of me, you jerk. Like that's totally unnecessary. And no. he doesn't even try to fight it. Like he's like, oh, you know, trying to be all polite and stuff. But you can totally tell. I, I guarantee you in his head. All he could think about was the paycheck. That was it. Because why else would you do that, dude? If you're if you're definitely terrified of, let's just say, spiders, are you going to host a show that has spiders in it? No. You know? So, it's just freaking weird. But back to the actual show, like, I mean, this show was amazing. Yeah, I loved it. Like, yeah, there was a double dare because it was always, like, the two kids, brothers, brother, sister, whatever, sister, sister. Sometimes not. Sometimes it's just two random kids. In the very beginning. Oh, yeah. They would just have, like, kids. And then it became family double dare because that's the one I liked because then you got to see the parents, <laughs> like, not have any clue, but they would try their hardest and right. to do this with the kids. And, and like, I liked that one because it was always four of them. And then, I like, I remember I always wanted to go on. Oh, that for was, sure. Yeah. Like, that's one thing, like, you talked about it a little bit ago, how Renata brought up she always wanted to be on a show. And you guys, actually, that was it. Like, like... You guys started talking about all that and everything, and that was the one thing. And this was my thing as yeah. a kid. This yeah. was a show. This one and another one called Finders Keepers. I remember that one. Yeah, that one was awesome. Cool. Oh, cool. That was awesome, too. That that one was freaking... It was like a big old house, and each room was like, I spy. Like, you just had to try to find whatever the hell you were looking for. But Double Dare was, man, it was it was, it was awesome. I think, I think for me it was Double Dare, and I know it's not 80s, but, you know, early 90s, it was Guts. Remember Guts? Oh, I didn't like Guts, dude. I love Guts. Yeah. It's you're not into sports, but, you know. <laughs> Nah. I, that, <laughs> I, I like skating, right? Nah. <laughs> um, what you call it? Uh, huh. Did you know that the, uh, the original theme, the main theme for Double Dare actually made a brief appearance in the Lego movie? What? Yeah, I had no idea. Ah, someone has to point that out to me. Yeah, I got, I got to see it because um, but yeah, like guts was one of the things, and I think it may be like an age thing at that point because Maybe. there there are people that that I know coworkers that are your age who loved guts. Like, sick, and they always would talk about it. And this was a while back, but they would always talk about Guts. And I was like, eh. And I, I, I guess the reason why I hated it, it was because there was those nights where, like, I was just at home. It was, like, a Saturday night. And then Guts is on. I'm like, God, this is kind of boring. And, and there was a time frame where we had, like, very, like, basic of cable. And plus, it wasn't, like, the way cable is now. So there's not, not much good on. So I'm like, man, this is all that's on is freaking Guts. I don't want to see Guts. I'm like, you know, so maybe that's why I hated it. But... I mean, I, I, it's still, it would have been cool to be on the aggro crag or whatever. Oh, for sure. I would have loved to just, like, run up the aggro crag and, like, you know, have, like, 
a side cramp halfway up. My favorite dude, I wanted to freaking do uh, Globo Guts and just run around with my flag, you know? Like, oh, uh, yeah, because when you would win, you would run around like you won the Olympics, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm looking at it right now, dude. Man, freaking America. All right, so the UK actually had eight golds. And America only had six. Guess who? Guess who? And they were third. Guess who was second? Second? Um. Uh. Let's say. Wait. All right. So who was first? So first was the UK. UK. Second so was eight. The United... second is I'm asking you, and the third one was the US. Oh, the third was the United States. Yeah. So what was second? You're asking me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, how about uh, Japan? <laughs> I Mexico, dude. Mexico? Wow, dude. They topped us. Right on. Hey, they're fast runners, right? Yeah. <laughs> what is That's it? Carlos Mencia says all the best uh, Mexican athletes are on, on the side of the border. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Dang, but, dude. Yeah, no, but double dare, dude. It was fun, and I did it with the kids. And uh, we, we did the obstacle course. We had, like, a there's, like, a playground where we're at. So I, I put, like, chocolate syrup and whipped cream, and they went down, and they passed. We had orange flags and stuff. That's um, bad, dude. They, they did head first into, Do like, you have footage of this? Or, or at least dude. pictures? Because if you have pictures, post it so that when people... I, I have a video of it. I can do it. Okay, yeah, because I know once this episode posts, you know, I know it'd be, like, a good reference to be, like, hey, you know... You know, this is as talked about on episode 38, you know, and, and post it because I'm all that. That's freaking cool because I want to see it, you know, because like I said, I vote. I mean, I know they sold the home version of gut. I mean, of dare. I mean, the double dare. They sold like the home version. They had one where like you had like a, a helmet with a like a hoop on it and stuff right, like that. Right, right, right. So, so they did sell like the home, but it's not the same. Come on. No, no way, man. You know? And then they even had an NES game of it. It was terrible there's a bunch of mini games oh my gosh they're so bad yeah whatever you do so, like video games based on stuff like that they're why it's like it's not it's, fun though the american gladiators one was pretty fun i remember okay. that one i like see that's what guts was kind of like a kid version of american gladiators minus competing against gladiators because there were some stuff that guts did that was very similar Two American gladiators. Yeah, I can see that. You know, like especially the one where they're crawling upside down like a track. Yeah. Like that was out of American gladiators. Like this, so that's what it was. It was the kids' version of Amer- and American gladiators was awesome. Like we seriously need to do an episode where we just talk about TV shows, like eighties oh, sure. TV shows, but but that. stuff yeah. like this. Not like we're like all right, so different strokes. with no, no, no. We got to <laughs> talk about like the stuff like this, like like how we brought up Double Dare, but then like American, like the the novelty shows. Like right. that's what you know, um uh Circus of the Stars, dude. <laughs> that like all right, so we gotta do that. We gotta do that soon. Uh, an a eighty eight episode cartoons, that, dude. We haven't that's just cartoons. yeah, and then a, a whole devote you know, so so coming up, we're gonna be doing that. So and then for sure, um I can't remember your name, sir, but the next episode posted will be um Flight of the Navigator, because even then, uh, the Silence of the Mics, those guys were like, oh, I'm excited. I can't wait till they do that episode. So so that's why. So episode 39 is going to be Flight of the Navigator, already guaranteed, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah, all right. Um, I got to say, there, I do have a memory about Double Dare that always uh, 
Like it's just a random memory. I, I, when I was a, we're watching it, and it was it was I don't know. It was during the summer. It was daytime, and it was one of these rare moments that. And you you I know you could. You've lived in California all your life, right, Max? For sure. Okay, so then you could probably you'll probably agree with this because it's very rare that this happens here in California. But we're rain? me and my huh? <laughs> I said rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rain. Based on right. <laughs> um, no, but um, me and my older brother, we were kids. We were watching Double Dare, and then an earthquake happened. Mm. And it was weird because one, they rarely happen like during the day. Like right. they're always like early a.m. mornings. Like you know, so it was weird. And and I remember like we're watching the TV, and I I was confused as to why they're not freaking out as the show, <laughs> you know? Because in my head, I'm assuming it's live. You know, I'm a kid, and I was like, and I remember still the TV stayed on, and I'm under the table as there's an, and it was one of those. That was like a wave type of earthquake. The ones that really sway a lot. That it was like Northridge earthquake. Right? No, no, no. It wasn't Northridge because Northridge was early AM, and I right, remember yeah, the, the, the 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 Northridge one. No, this was another one that that ha- it happened probably. Um, it may have happened like in eighty nine or ninety. I can't remember, but I just remember we, me and my older brother, we were under the table. And still watching Double Dare because the TV stayed on and we're just, the earthquake's happening and we're still watching this show. So that's one memory I have about watching this show, the freaking earthquake in California. <laughs> dude, yeah. We haven't had one in a while. Like, No, dude. Remember earlier, um, wait, no, we're already in 2015. 2014, it was sometime during the summer. Remember we kept having those random earthquakes at night? Like, in the evening. It, it, I slept through them, dude. I didn't even feel them. Hey, Grandpa, like, oh. dude, they were all early at night. <laughs> I remember they were, like, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, because this was a oh, time frame when I remember it was a horrible quarter, and I was staying home, oh. and it was, like, Friday night, and they were just, like, earthquake after earthquake after earthquake. It was, like, all these aftershocks. It was weird. No, I don't remember. I remember the one that was, like, 2007 or 2008 in the middle of the day, and then I tried yes. to call my mom, and, like, you couldn't get through and stuff. Dude, when there's a big earthquake, it's going to be bad. All the cell phones are going to be jammed up. And Hell yeah. It's going to be freaking out. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I remember that, too. The one that happened during the day was, like, in 07. It was it was around, like, noon-ish, 1 yeah. o'clock. I remember because I was at work, and it was funny because my boss at that time, he was Brazilian. He was from Brazil, um, or Portuguese, I meant. Um, he was from, because we used to call him Brazilianese. Or whatever, or um, or he was Brazilian, but he talked Portuguese. There we go. We would say, but anyways, it's, the point is, he's he's never <laughs> he's never experienced an earthquake. So what happened was, and we were in the stock room, and we were doing like he was like, all right, you know, because we were supposed to be having a big shipment coming up. So he was like, all right, we're gonna move this here. Just make sure you move. He was just instructing me on what to have ready before Monday rolled around or whatever. And in the back, there's on the top bunkers, there's all this stuff up there. Out of nowhere, the earthquake just happens, like boom. And at first, I'm thinking, because uh, right overhead is the monorail. It, it, like the track, the station is right, right above our head. And as the monorail approached, like, I, and, and out of nowhere, the earthquake happens. So uh, at first, I'm like, it's at the monorail. But then, boom, everything starts shaking. And I freak out because I'm like, dude, there's a bunch of stuff on top of our heads, especially this effing monorail. And I run out. Like, dude, I booked it. But my boss just, like, kind of was like, 
walks out and he kind of makes fun but it was just like to him he's never experienced an earthquake and i'm like yeah dude like everything could have fallen he's like oh i didn't know you would be in the worst place for an earthquake in freaking disneyland like it would be so much chaos oh dude right it's a big one like i always like whenever i'm walking around like disneyland i'm like oh god please please don't let the zombie apocalypse happen (laughs) i'm dead you know there's nowhere to go yeah, movie theater is the worst too. I, I yeah. would be afraid to be in a movie theater if that would happen. Yeah, because especially if it's the one where the, there's no entrances on top; it's just the bottom. And right. if they're coming in from the bottom, forget it. Where are you going to exit? Right. No, dude. dude I, Disneyland, you're you're done. I even look around. I'm like, what are you going to do? Nothing. You're going to be eaten. It's yeah. just like so many people, nowhere to go. Screw it. I, I'd pretend I was one of like the the pirates or something like you know <laughs> all like dancing like yo ho. Maybe they'll maybe they'll think I was a pirate like an animatronic. <laughs> <laughs> that would be though i mean it would never happen but having the zombie i mean it's kind of like uh what is it um zombie land but having that in disneyland dude that would be an awesome movie what oh like a, a zombie like a zombie ride no like a zombie movie based oh in, like in an amusement park yeah no they did that with zombie land but i'm talking specifically disneyland oh like disneyland be, yeah that'd be cool it, it, you would have a lot of funny puns and a lot like having like you know Mickey Mouse as a zombie going after you. Like <laughs> it's like, well, th- that's the thing. Like I know that this. I mean, it's been going on for like three or four years. But there was this one movie. I think it was supposed to be either Peter Jackson or Guillermo del Toro was working on a film that was very much like Night at the Museum, but with Disneyland, where hmm. everything comes to life at night. And I don't know whatever happened with that, but I rem- and like I know there's like these series of books or something that's based off of that. I think I don't remember, but that'd be so much. That'd be so much. Oh, fun. I think it may have been John Favreau. I don't know. Somebody was supposed to be doing it, but I know Guillermo is working on the haunted mansion, like doing a, a better version of whatever that Eddie Murphy movie was. Oh um, uh, but <laughs> I I never really so seen bad. it. I saw the movie in theater. I was like, you know, a kid too. I was like, this movie sucks. Like, it's just not good. And you know, that's the reason why we didn't get the Jungle Cruise movie. Screw you, Eddie Murphy. What happened? <laughs> what happened to you, bro? What happened? Exactly. Hey, man, it's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because it's like Pirates of the Caribbean, massive hit. It was like, right. wow. So Disney is like, hey, we could do this with other rights. So then they were, the first they were going to do, they announced, and I remember still, I remember listening to K-Rock the day they were announcing this. Uh, it was, they talked about they were going to do a Haunted Mansion and a, a Jungle Cruise. And I remember they were making fun of that. Like, what, what, the Jungle Cruise? Like, what did that, you know, and they're all cracking jokes. So then Haunted Mansion came out first and it was it was a bomb. It flopped. And like, like seeing some of the stuff, I can see how like, all right, the concept, but the execution was just terrible. Like it was cool, like what they pulled off. Like I saw like certain scenes where like how they featured some of the famous ghosts from the ride in there, and that was cool. But as a whole, like the storyline and everything, it just failed miserably. And because of that, like too much into the story. You know, that was the thing about pirates. Like you didn't really need an elaborate story. It was just you know. And they were, like, trying to get all, and there's like, a twist ending, and, like, the mom was a ghost or something. I don't know, man. It was, like, See, it, was, like it was getting too complicated for uh, than it needed to be. It was stupid. And I think that was why they failed, because, see, with Pirates of the Caribbean, all they did was base a movie, 
Like, it wasn't like, oh, here's all these people and we're going to throw them into this world. It was like, no, these are actual pirates and here's a movie about pirates. It's all it right. was. It's right. a movie about pirates in the Caribbean. <laughs> That's it. Haunted Mansion was, here's the Haunted Mansion. Here's the, the one from the mo- the ride. Here's everything. And these people who are normal, everyday people happen to have an adventure in this. You know, and I think that's where they failed because it was very much like, you know, um, I, 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 I don't know how to fully explain it, but Pirates worked because it was just... Hey, just tag on Pirates of the Caribbean. Here's a pirate movie. And they had, they remember the Country Bears that movie? Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. I, I. That's another flop. But I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see Tomorrowland. I think that's gonna be good. Oh yeah, Tomorrowland. I, I want to see that. And that, that is Disney, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, George Clooney. It's, it's, it's based off of you know Tomorrowland and Disneyland. So yeah, and it's freaking. Uh, I think it's Brad Bird. Yeah, it's Brad Bird and freaking. Yeah. That guy's awesome, dude. I love that guy. He's, uh, yeah. you know, uh, freaking Incredibles and uh, Iron Giant. So, right, right. so yeah, so freaking, and he's doing this one. Um, though I never, I, honestly, I've never seen his uh, his uh, Mission Impossible one that he did, the the last one. I didn't see I it. I didn't see it either. I didn't see it, but I heard it was really good. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know why I haven't watched it, but like I said, I like that guy. So, um, so yeah, so freaking all over, uh, you know, double dare watch it it's probably on youtube right old episodes <laughs> we're talking about Disneyland, so yeah double there <laughs> <Watch> yeah <laughs> country bear jamboree there you go ladies and gentlemen in which it's closed down right now oh, actually no they got rid of country bear it's jamboree gone, Winnie the Pooh's there now. yeah they got rid of the show so you can't even see it so you know country bears whatever it's all gone yeah <laughs> all right so let me see you gonna make sure track the time where we at uh, all right, we're at you know we're at the perfect point. So let's let's get into the topic at hand, ladies and gentlemen. Eighty-eight miles per hour podcast. I'm gonna let Max explain it, but right now we're gonna get into our eighty-eight miles per hour podcast, March Madness. So Max, take it away. I feel like we need like a theme song. So it's like I'll, I'll put something. You tell me. And I'll I'll put it as our theme. Right so here, let here. so let me do it again. Let me do it again, right? So that we have that little gap. So I'll put a theme song, and then it and it fades out, but it plays in the background as you're talking. So here we go again, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for 88 mile per hour podcast March Madness. <laughs> All right. All right, so it's March, which means March Madness is around the corner. For those of you who don't follow sports or maybe don't follow college basketball, so every year it's like it's a huge thing, you know. See, it's and like- this is perfect because for me, I I get the term March Madness. It has to do with college basketball, but that is it. <laughs> so this is perfect because what you're doing is not only for fans who don't know sports. Um, you're also explaining it to me, so go for it. All right, so usually, so it, it's this huge thing. You know, they have 32 teams, and they it, it's a tournament. So it's a one-game elimination. This is the, the college basketball. And this, and this the, is all the, the, the college teams? All thir- There's just 32 schools in the U.S.? No, there's like over, like over 100, but they narrow it down to 32. Actually, it's like technically 34, yeah. and then they have like a... a 
one round where like the 34s, the one that's 33 and 34, try to compete, mm-hmm. and then they're in the actual um, tournament. So it's like a, 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 it's a round. So there's 32, 16, 8, 4, um, 2. So there's like five rounds. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So it, and it's crazy. Like you know, um, it's it's nuts, and people like you know make brackets and. You know, you might hear in the office, like, oh, did you make your bracket? Did you make your bracket? And people, like, you can um, compete for money. And I know, like, ESPN and Yahoo and stuff like that. For the closest bracket, you, like, um, you get money and stuff. And you're, like, in drawings. I think it's, like, I don't know, man, like, a million dollars or something? Don't quote me on that. I know it's a grip of money. I was actually, what was crazy was a couple years ago, two years ago, I was in this drawing. And I was, like, because I just picked at random. I didn't even know anything. And I was actually, um, like, ranked 652 out of, I'm talking, like, hundreds and thousands of, um, you know, um, brackets and stuff. So it was crazy. Like, I, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm under 1,000. I'm going to win all this money. But then, <laughs> well, anyways, so bring it back to 88 March. Well, back. you know, real quick, I got to yeah, say, cool. a few years ago, it, it, it might have been um, – what year did I go to San Francisco? It might have been 2010 um, or or 2009. One, one of those when I went to San Francisco. Um, I think it was 09. But anyways, I, I, that time frame when I went during March, uh, the basketball was going on, the March Madness. And I remember work had a whole bracket thing. And one of my – I would always do the Super Bowl. But so – one of the guys who was doing it came up to me he's like hey well you want to do the march madness i'm like i don't even watch it. he's like well just fill it out and play it i was like all right so i filled out everything i just guess i'm like i don't know and i put like a certain thing all the way through and um i submitted it you know i gave it to him gave him my money and i actually um came in second <laughs> there you go, yeah i almost came in first but it was because i think there was like a certain point where I, 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 cause there, I guess it was based on as many correct picks as how many points you get or whatever. And I picked Duke for that year all the way to go through and they did. So that's why, like, that was where I got most of my points because Duke won it that year and I picked them as the winners. But sadly, like there was like a few other spots where I would have gotten extra points or I don't know how the hell it works, but all I know is I came in second. So I got money out of it, you know, or credits as they say, you know, cause you can't take a gamble at work, me, you know? So, um, so yeah, so, all right, go on. There you go. All right. So we're going to, you know, you might, you might see it, but there's been a lot of March madness and, and, you know, different podcasts or different radio stations. They do this, tournament but we wanted to make an 80s tournament yeah so this is the 88 miles per hour podcast march madness so uh last week i posted on instagram and twitter and and facebook and all these you know we were just getting nominations and i said look the first 16 nominations we'll put it head to head and we use the ratings from imdb and we rank them um from there and um so we go are we gonna go through the matchups right now yeah, let's do it. I have I have them ready. I got them up right okay. here. So, so go for it. The fir- we always start with the first one. So the fir- the number one seed, which is like you know the favorite, is Back to the Future. Okay, so that's what I want to understand. You okay. got to explain to me because that's the one thing you say. The number one seed versus someone who was the low, or I don't know. Explain how you decided the whole number one seed because I I'm confused by that. Okay, so the way that I did is I went to IMDb. 
and then uh, I put in for all 16, mm-hmm. um, they each have a rating. So I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, because IMDb has it. It's almost like, you know, if you're in uh, uh, freaking Rotten Tomatoes, they say like certain yeah. fresh and rotten and all that. So it's the same way, but IMDb, I like that one better. Yeah, so like, you know, Back to the Future has an 8.5 rating, and that was actually the highest out of any of the 16 uh, nominations. How much? And 8.5. Really? I would figure they would have been higher. Damn, yeah. there's some people that don't give it a... F- I would have thought it would have been a full 10. Wow. Like, yeah. what are some people saying? Like, oh, it doesn't explain time travel that well, so <laughs> I guess I got to give it a less score. Like, really? Eight- man huh? haters gonna hate right they're gonna hate why it's back to all right anyways go on a a cinch i mean i know it's your favorite movie and all but it's almost six hundred thousand, and it still has an 8.5 you know That's <laughs> yeah. if you're on yelp if you're on yelp you'll be like okay those are uh, i could try this place out very, so, all right okay it's okay. like uh, it's like as if i get an a minus and i'm mad <laughs> i didn't get an a plus oh you know it's still good right all right go right. for it He's nerding out. All right, so then the lowest, the lowest seed was Howard the Duck Ooh. at four point five. So um, yeah, I mean <laughs> Howard the freaking duck. It has duck boobies in it, dude. Like <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Like, yes, and that high. And, and a little bit of bestiality, like kind yeah, of like weird, right? dude. That movie's weird. It has nothing to do with comic books. It's just weird. What are they doing? Yeah. And you know what? Who who thought about nominating that? Like, I'm gonna go back and say, you know, guy who nominated Howard the Duck, you've got problems. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, hey, I love, hey, uh, I, I'm, as much as this movie, I get it, how horrible it is. Growing up as a kid, every time oh, it was yeah. on Channel 5, that's dude, true. I watched it. I that's loved it, shit. you know? And that's the thing. I've seen it as an adult. Like, the first time I saw it again as an adult was in 2007, and I realized how terrible it was. And, and it's so inappropriate Yes, kids. He, doesn't he? He, he like, works movie. in, like, some... Like, like as a tell boy and like a uh and almost like a parlor where like a brothel like yeah and i'm yeah. like what is this i was like i don't remember and then it's because they cut all that stuff out on the tv right. version it's bad and he's looking at like you know pornography and yeah stuff. play duck right <laughs> it's so bad and so then, then remember when he goes through the wall and you actually see a duck taking a bath yeah and you see her boobies and she's so like nonchalant like eh, whatever i'm still gonna scrub myself it's so weird like, As a kid, you're like, what, what? Yeah, you're like, what's going And then plus, why couldn't they show us more of Duck World? That was cool. I don't know. Man. Like, it was a all bunch I, of... All I know is not the comic book, though. Yeah, it, it's completely different. So I anyways, mean, Back to the Future and Howard the Duck. How about we go back, Back to the Future, huh? Because you want, you know, kind of yeah, segue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so, so then we got the top versus the lowest, right? Yeah, so then we got The Thing... Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, so so we got to focus. Wait, how are we going to do this? Should we go all the way straight through and then go back and start talking about our picks or how are we doing this? Do we really have to say which one? I mean, it's... Back to the I mean, it's the obvious, right? Like, <laughs> in, in this point yeah, here, okay. Yeah, we could do that, though. We could give our picks. Okay, yeah. All right, so at this moment, obviously, me, for those of you who are fans of the show and know Sanch here, you know I'm going to obviously go with Back to the Future. No matter what movie it is, I don't care if it's freaking The Goonies or, or 
Batman or Labyrinth, like, you know, freaking Breakfast Club, like, any of those awesome 80s movies, you know, Monster Squad, that'd probably be the only one where I'm like, ah, you guys are bastards, but I would still choose Back to the Future. So, obviously, my pick for this one, for the, what is it, what are you labeling each? Is this, like, the first seed, or how do you label these? Like, yeah, that's the the first seed. Yeah, okay, so for the first seed, Sanchez pick goes for. Oh back no 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 no! This is just the first matchup. Yeah. Okay, the first. So for matchup one, Sanch goes back to the future. Max. All right. So uh, back to the future. Yeah. Back I, to the future. All right. So sorry, Howard the Duck. You know you're. You know, but hey, you can still vote. Like the, our our votes don't mean anything. Yeah, this, they, is, just this is just our personal preference. Yeah. But the fans, the fans are the ultimate deciding factor. The fans will decide who goes to the very end. So here you we know, go. I would love for Howard the Duck to do an upside on Back to the Future. I would freaking crack up at you. Oh, uh, dude, I know, and so I'm, I'm kind of worried because based on right now, when this episode airs, we're already gonna be in the second seed, right? Oh, uh, maybe, depending on how quick you get this up. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> Based on because of what time it is right now, my assumption is it's either going to be posted on Sunday or Monday. Those are the days I'm posting it. So let's just say Monday. Is the new seed going to be up this weekend? Yeah, the, the, next, the next round. It's called round. Okay, so, the yeah. next round is when? Um, I'll probably put it Monday. Monday? Okay, so then that means... By that point, Wolf, we won't even know, but th- that point, and we might find out, is that, yeah, so when we record the next episode, we'll, we'll devote another time of just talking about the decisions of where we're going. So, yeah, so these were the choices that you all decided to pick, and these are the movies. So if you're like, hey, how come you don't have such and such, you know, like especially Max, you pointed out, what were the movies you pointed out that you were shocked to not see on this list? There's no Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no Indiana Jones. There's yep. no Terminator. No Predator. There's Ram- no none of the Rambos, you know? No. There's no, there's no Rockies. None of the Rockies. Yeah, dude, see, that's the thing. Like, you don't even see Rocky 3 or Rocky 4. Two, but, like, but, but we got Howard the Duck, so don't We got Howard the Duck. <laughs> so remember, fans, don't get mad at us. These aren't our picks. These are fan <laughs> picks. So there you go. It's all good. All right, so the second matchup we got is the... Number two seed, The Thing, John Carpenter's The Thing, with a rating of 8.2. And Transylvania, is it, what is it, 6, 5,000, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. With six, I actually haven't seen it, so I haven't seen that movie. Transylvania, 6, 5,000. That's uh, Jeff Goldblum and um, the guy who's all all aware of, like, you know, not using electricity and rides a bike everywhere and stuff. Gina Davis is in it. Uh, Kramer, Michael Richards is in it. Yeah, see, I, I've i seen some of it, but I've never seen that as a whole. And this was when I was a kid. And to me, I kind of got bored. I was like, eh, whatever. And I, eh, eh, But I've never really gone back. And I remember I did go and just kind of, like, Angry Video Game Nerd did a little cool, like, retrospective on this one during his Monster Madness thing, one of those mm-hmm. Octobers. So when I watched it, I was like, all right, right I don't even think I have to watch the movie. I just, right. I saw right. his thing. So if you want to, well, you know... Um, but you know, hey, maybe we'll one day we'll do at some point. You know, someone might request this movie, and we'll do the movie. Who knows? So yeah, so so go go on. So yeah, so the um, I think we just talk about. I mean, we got the thing, which is honestly, I think this could be one of my favorite horror movies, either this or The Lost Boys. Wow, that's a good one. The thing is just cinematically, it's a masterpiece. I, in my opinion, it has the best practical. 
uh, yes. effects in any movie. I mean, it is nuts. And to this mm-hmm. day, it's scary. Um, and to this day, it's still, you know, uh, I like I said, I, I work with youth, and uh, one of the, the kids was inspired to be a film um, maker based off of seeing the theme and the effect it had on him. He said, I want to do this for other people. So um, for me, it's the thing hands down. Yeah, and, and, and we're, you know, this is the freaking, whoop, I moved the speaker, the 1982 uh, version, and here's oh, yeah. the thing. The thing about this movie is uh, every year, whenever the Oscars rolls around, um, there's also something called the Razzies, and with the Razzies, they're considered the the, the worst of the films of the years, you know? Like, and it was actually... Um, this film, for some reason, like, I was reading something uh, not too long ago, and it was talking about, I was learning more about a bunch of other uh, uh, things, but, like, that um, other films that should not have been nominated for Razzies, where they, they took it back that are considered classics, and The Thing was nominated for a Razzie. Are you serious? I didn't yeah. know that. What are they thinking? I know it didn't do that well. Like, it's definitely a cult film. I know that, but I, for a Razzie, really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Let's see. Good. All right, here we go. Uh, wor- worst musical score, 1982. John Carpenter's The Thing. Um, yeah, so it actually, that's the only the thing um, was the music that was nominated. So that's the only thing. And really quickly, if you want to know, uh, uh, <laughs> this is how sometimes the Razzies get it wrong. Worst new star for 1995 uh, got a, a Razzie. Um was uh, Jim Carrey for Ace Ventura, Pack Detective, Dumb and Dumber, and The Mask for 1995. Yes, he got a Razzie for Worst New Star. Oh and God. then... Ace um, Ventura is one of my favorite movies, dude. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and here, let's see, here, here, here's two more Worst Director for 1980 and 1990, 1983. And these two films here, 80s movies... When, when we talk about these films, you're going to be like, dude, those are well-loved. Everybody loves these movies. 1980, Worst Director, Stanley Krubik for The Shining for Worst wow. Director. And that's considered like one of the – every time you see horror movie lists and all this and that, that movie's on there it's all the time. It's, it's a classic. Yeah. And then another one, and this is one, if you're like a rap artist, you always – whenever they're doing a Cribs episode, you're always going to see a poster in the background of this movie. And it got Worst Director, 1983 – Brian De Palma for Scarface. How I don't know what to say, man. Like, that's why I don't really, you know, the Razzies are stupid. Too. Yeah, the Razzies is just, it, I mean, it's a it's joke. Stupid. And, they, I mean, they always get it wrong. I mean, but, but yeah, so your choice, obviously, you said your favorite horror film is The Thing. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Who do you got? I mean, I'm going to go, obviously, with The Thing. Because everything you said, I agree with. I've talked about it in the past many times before about practical effects. Yep. And this movie, watching it today, you're you're still amazed of how awesome those creature effects look. I mean, this, it's just like, it puts a lot of movies today to shame. Like, seriously. Like, you're like, why did they have to do that? As much as I love I Am Legend, if you had the team behind the practical effects of this movie doing that film, it would have been freaking awesome. And 
don't get mad at the remake of the thing because that that was the studio's decision to I didn't even watch it dude um and it sucks cuz here's what happened with the thing the the remake version of the thing okay so their thing they kept on as during production and everything and when when geek sites especially like ain't it cool news and all these like sites when they were all um they were always like how can you do the thing like you know all oh, the the CG practical effects and all they kept talking about is like no 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 like we're we're giving you you know, practical effects. We're, we're not doing CG. We're not going to give you barely any CG. And they were so, like, freaking hyping it the way Evil Dead was. Where Evil Dead was like, no, we're not giving you CG. Like, we're going to give you practical. And they did. Like, the Evil Dead remake, like, or reboot or whatever, they did practical. A lot of practical. And that's what they were. The, 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 the production team of The Thing was, was saying. Like, they were out there putting it out there. But it was the studio who was like, nah, it looks too fake for us or it doesn't look good. And they were the ones that added the special effects afterward and, yeah. and just ruined it. So and, and it sucked because like that's it, it, it pissed the team off because like, dude, we put all this work into it and it looked amazing. And even Ain't It Cool went to like it's a website i visit they went to the set and reported back stating like yeah like oh it's practical effects and when the movie came out you're like what happened and and that's what sucks and in the in the final say it doesn't matter max could be a director he could make a movie direct it everything but in the end some the studio could have the final say and be like yep, you know what i don't like that ending you're gonna change it max and he's gonna be like what and nobody got time for that <laughs> so right. yeah so all right so up next so up next is our uh number three the third seed stand by me phenomenal movie by rob reiner yeah. versus stand by me was 8.1 xanadu was 5.0 oh wow that's low <laughs> xanadu uh xanadu is one of those that's a huge cult movie now oh, obviously shit. As much as a horrible rating it is, it's a cult movie now. Stand by Me, it, it, it's one of those Green Miles, Shawshank Redemption movies. It's the Stephen King story that is not at all any form of horror or anything. And Stand by Me goes is is my pick, especially yeah, for sure. if you've never seen the movie, ladies and gentlemen. This is one you gotta watch. It. This is one of those that's just a great movie. That's just you know like it, you know bunch of kids when you're your adolescence when you're a kid and you kind of yeah. go off on those little cool adventures with during the summer and stuff it's awesome and then the in my opinion it's the best coming of age story on yes film. it's it's phenomenal yeah especially if you're a dude and you haven't seen it do yourself a favor and watch this film yeah it's a it's a good flick check it out i know, I know you and renato already covered that so check out that episode wait we did, did no did you guys do stand by me no i don't think no we never did stand by me I thought you guys did it. I'm tripping. No, we've talked about it, but we've never we've never done stand by. Maybe me. that's what I was remembering. We should do it then. <laughs> yeah, we do. Because like, let's see, Aliens, Terminator, Scrooge, that's a deep movie. That's like Willow, you know. Lost Boys, Beetlejuice, Nightmare, Say Anything, uh, Dead Poets, uh, Empire, uh, Top Secret, Heather's, Donnie, Clue, Adventures in Babysitting, Popeye, Who Framed, Back to the Future, Bill and Ted. Batman, Pee Wee, Goonies, uh, Vacation, Ghostbusters, Sixteen Candles, Princess Bride, Labyrinth, Wedding Singer, License to Drive, uh, Back to the Future, Breakfast Club. Yeah, no, we haven't done it. 
All right, we're going to do it. Stand by me. All right, cool. So obviously that's our pick. Yeah, so me. the next one we have uh, the fourth seed, E.T. the extraterrestrial at seven point nine. Man, what a movie! Versus, I've had the time of my life. Dirty uh, Dancing, uh, <laughs> The time of my life. <laughs> Dude, this was a tough one. I honestly have to admit, like, not not for me, not for me, but I think for fans because it's like. As much as, like, people love E.T., there is a lot of love for that freaking movie. I don't like it. I've always found it annoying, especially there's this stupid montage scene in the movie that just, I don't know why, I just want to punch, you know, Jennifer Grey in the face. But, um, yeah, like, freaking, I would have to say that one, it might be tough for fans. There are a few, right now, we're getting into the tough part. Yeah. And I would have to say, like, that's why for me, personally, E.T., dude, I'm going E.T. all the way. Oh, for sure. I think a little biased too. It's like, man, I grew up with ET, Dirty Dancing. You know, I ain't gonna grow up with Dirty Dancing. Yeah. But true story, true story. I was, in, I've, um, I've been in the room where they do their dance montage and stuff. Like, it's it's by my house. It's up up the block. It's at a park, and it's like they're um, they rent it out for events and stuff. But uh, that'd be funny. We should go up there and just reenact that scene. <laughs> <laughs> we should, dude, and just film it for the. For the site. I'm sure. Yeah, but it's funny because I always knew it as like Farnsworth Park, you know? Yeah. It's like, we're like, oh, do you know Dirty Dancing was filming? I was like, what? But yeah, <laughs> E.T.'s phenomenal. I yeah. love T. I mean, it has one of the, like, you know, at, people are going to disagree with me saying this because I know there's a ton of other movies. I mean, hell, Blues Brothers, you know, right there, freaking Bullet, um, French Connection, but I have to say, E.T. has one of the greatest chase scenes in the movie. Oh, yeah. You know, the kids being chased on the bikes, and, and it's I, I love chase scenes in flicks. Like, not now. I mean, chase scenes today, everything's all CG, but back when, dude, freaking, that, that, it's just cool. Kids being on bikes, like, doing a chasing, you know. So, yeah, E.T. E.T.'s my pick, dude. Dude, honestly, one of my favorite things about E.T. is the score by John Williams. Like, oh, it's... Yeah. Off the, oh my gosh, it's so good! And I actually saw John Williams this uh, this summer at the Hollywood Bowl, mm. and it's just that you know when you hear the when you hear that ET just come oh man, you just you feel like a kid again, and it's just like there's something about that song in particular. The right, oh dude, it gives me the chills right now. Just like I just want to like that. be on a bike and just like right not so high, not so high. <laughs> Dude, I I wish I was able to see when they played uh, at the Hollywood Bowl. They had it was during the anniversary of ET, and they they actually were showing the movie while John Williams performed awesome. the score live. Awesome. Dude, imagine that! And John Williams, man, he has some recognizable scores, dude. Because oh, sure. like when this guy pat, like I don't think anybody's ever gonna live up to that like i know people are gonna be like oh well what about elfman uh, you know it's like i get it you know but elfman it's kind of different like with williams like he has those powerhouse scores like mm-hmm. i mean come on dude dun 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 like dude you know like it's he's so big it's big you know i mean uh freaking oh superman that just gives me chills just right now picture that that freaking that horn you know right and, you know, like, my wife and I went to see him for our anniversary, and we're like, dude, we got to see him before he passed away. Like, we get to see a legend, you know? Yeah, because like, he's, like, in his 80s, right, or 70s? Yeah, he's, like, 82. 
And like everybody was like, one more song. Like, you know, he did like three um, encores and stuff. Wow. And then finally he like said, I'm tired. I got to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Awesome. Williams, dude, like no one's ever going to like be to his level of like when it comes to composing music for film. Oh, dude. So, yeah. So, all right. So, E.T.'s our pick for this one. All right. So, the next matchup. And this is where it gets. Uh, I don't know. This, you know, this movie is kind of ranked a little low. And maybe in some people's opinions, but we have number five, The Breakfast Club, seven point nine versus The Dark Crystal, at uh, seven point two. And actually, actually, I was surprised that The Dark Crystal was a seven point two. It was that high, in my opinion. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I mean, because if you look at it, Breakfast Club seven point nine, and then Dark Crystal seven point two, they're basically the same. You know, they're off by like you know, not not even a whole number. And what's weird about this is that, okay, right now, that's the rating today. But if we would have done it based on the, the release of the films, Dark Crystal didn't, like, it just failed for Henson, you know? It didn't do well at all. And Breakfast Club was a huge hit. But with everything about, like, the way, you know, every, what happened with, like, Dark Crystal and Labyrinth, like, they just, after VHS and everything, they just became huge classics you know and they're they're like it's it's henson's work oh, and, and people long for the days of of films like this you know so i can see why now it would be like that but back when it just wouldn't make sense like the the rating would be completely way off like it would be howard the duck standards you know like in that same sense of like where it would be rated but yeah dude it's like they're off by like not a few points so who do you got in this matchup well of course i mean as much as you know i love freaking henson i mean I have to say Breakfast Club because I've seen Breakfast Club. It's one of those when it's on TV, no matter where it's at, I'll watch it. And I love that movie. I talk, you know, me and Renata, we we talked about that movie so much. We've actually did a, a Breakfast Club episode. Um, so if you, you know, actually I should, you know, be doing this because a few of them are going to be coming up, ladies and gentlemen. So if you want to listen to our, go to episode um, two. And episode, uh, actually it's two, it's episode two, part one, and episode two, part two is our Breakfast Club episode, but yeah, um, but I love the Breakfast Club, um, so I'm gonna choose Breakfast Club. For me, it's, it's hands down Breakfast Club, and if you want to talk about an 80s movie, like, that's the epitome of, like, the 80s movie to Like, me. of a teen the movie. Yeah, I mean, it just encapsulates everything that the 80s represent, you know, the clothing, the... The kind of attitude, the different kind of, you know, um, you got the jock, you got the geek, you got the, you know, the pretty girl, you got kind of like that weird punk goth chick, and you got like the stoner guy, and the lo- not the loser, but, you know, the tough guy. And yeah. it's, you know, Breakfast Club, hands down. Yeah. Did you ever see that remake, or that thing they tried it? It's like, I forget, like American Teen, or... or well, it, it wasn't, like- it wasn't a remake. All they did was recreate the poster. There you go. <laughs> That's all they did was recreate the poster, but the movie was just a documentary following certain kids in high school who, you know, one was like a huge basketball star and all that. So, so that's why they all they did was based the their their poster. They were doing it the same as the Breakfast Club. Um, but basically, they were just writing on the success of Breakfast Club and like. Well, not writing on the success. They released this like a few years ago. <laughs> no, but I'm no, but I'm saying like because it was like 
what I'm saying is, if the Breakfast Club didn't exist, this movie wouldn't oh, even well, been out. You know what I'm saying? The like, movie it, that was riding on the success of the Breakfast Club was uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. Their their poster okay. art was <laughs> done exactly <laughs> like that's the awesome. That's like the parody. Like, yeah, it was maybe. so. But they were just like, F it, let's just copy their poster and hell, you know, that that movie's like a cult classic too. Again, hardly any, actually, for the exception of one, no horror movies either. Where's Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah, no Friday the 13th. Like any of them, you know, Friday the 13th Part 3, you know. The Dream Warriors, dude, where is that one? (laughs) God, fans, come on, you should have spoken up, you know. But hey, whoever got in on on this, you know, we'll do this again soon, you know. Max gave an idea, and I think we're going to have to do the the ladies of the 80s, you know. Oh, there you go. All right. Oh, I like that. The ladies Ladies of the 80s. 80s. Nice, dude. 80s Uh, babes, dude. Yeah, Uh, 80s babes. (laughs) All right, so the next one. I hate you, dude. All right, so. Well, I don't hate you, the fans right here. It's like, oh, you made this hard. So we have the Battle of John Hughes. This is a good one. Ferris Bueller's Day Off versus 16 Candles. We got 7.9 of Ferris Bueller versus 7.2 16 Candles. Mm, this, dude, this one's tough, dude, because, like, I have to say, like, the the Breakfast Club and, and 16 Candles, and, like, Bueller, like, these are my top three of 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 you know freaking i was about to call him henson <laughs> um freaking what's it Hughes. yeah breakfast club is always my favorite but th- right here dude you put like i i don't even that's sophie's choice right here man like seriously i have to choose who am i gonna pick man which kid which kid uh <laughs> all right you you know what you go first because i gotta i gotta i gotta right. make my decision I like both of these movies, but yeah. I think just for the sake of me being a guy, I think Ferris Bueller's more relatable to me. Yeah, because you like ditched school a lot or like, what? Say what? Because you were ditching school a lot or what? <laughs> I was going to say that in from podcast let everybody know. No, no, but I'm just like, you know, I, to me it's like Ferris Bueller's so cool, you know, and it's like. True that. And I want to be him, you know, especially like growing up, you're like, that's what I'm going to be like in high school, you know, like ditching school. But Ferris Bueller is way too smart for his own good. Um, and six, I mean, Sixteen Candles is a great movie. I think I said the last time I I prefer Pretty in Pink over Sixteen Candles. Mm. But, um, I got Google Ferris, Ferris Bueller's Day Off because, man, that movie it's just, he is so cool. Especially like the end when he's running and he jumps over, yeah, runs past the girl, and then the music, dude, March oh, yeah. of the Swivelheads by yeah. freaking the I can't think of their names right now, but it's like. Just like that. Yeah, dude, that's freaking bad, dude. I love that. Yeah, for me, it's Ferris Bueller. Oh, dude. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm going with you on this one. I, you know, sorry, Yankee, my wanky. You know, no more Yankee, my wanky. I, you know, uh, Lung Duck Dong. I apologize. I gotta say bye to you. I, I'm. I'm going with Ferris. And if you want to hear our 16 Candles episode, download episode eight is where me and Renata talk. 16 Candles, where we travel back to May 4th of 1984, and we talk about 16 Candles. So, yeah, but uh, Ferris Bueller, I, that's where I'm going. That's my pick. I mean, freaking, that one, that one is just, it's a great film. There's a lot of stuff on there I complain about so much about that movie, yet I love it. But I do that with Back to the Future. There's so much hate. I, I do that towards that movie, yet I love it. Okay. It's, it's what you do when you, when you love a movie. You've seen it so many times. Yeah. 
And again, okay. I'm gonna hate the next one, dude. Uh next one. This is good. This is Ghostbusters at number seven with a rating of seven point eight versus our number ten seed labyrinth mm-hmm. and actually i was pretty surprised that ghostbusters was that like didn't even hit the eight mark that it was you know in the sevens but yeah again like i'm so shocked but imdb rates more of like the fan ratings right yeah, yeah for sure this is all fan ratings yeah because that's why like i didn't want to do like rotten tomatoes because rotten tomatoes it's, it's just critic ratings and i'm like no i want to do it based on the fans because the, the fans pick these so it's perfect to choose imdb because it's fan rating and with this, I'm like, oh, dude, like Ghostbusters and Labyrinth, like top favorite Henson is Labyrinth. And, you know, I would have to say the Muppet movie, but the the non-Muppet world, you know, freaking Labyrinth. But then you got Ghostbusters, you know, freaking Bill freaking Murray. Oh, right. Uh, dude. OK, I'll go first this time because you went first last time. OK, um, first off, we've done both these movies. Uh, we did Labyrinth as a bonus episode. It's an actual like I believe it's like about two hours long. Um, because we did it mixed with Brothers Bear, and then we did another episode where it was me and Renata. So that was our bonus episode. It's between six and seven, and then that's the Labyrinth episode. And then our Ghostbusters was episode nine. Uh, Ghostbusters is one of the highest episodes that we had of downloads. Um, and that one's, uh, what was it again? Uh, episode nine, Ghostbusters. But for these two, as much as I love magic dance, you know, dance, magic dance, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with freaking Ghostbusters, man. Again, dude, uh, you guys made it hard for me, but I'm going Ghostbusters. I mean, I appreciate it more as an adult than I did as a kid. As much as I for loved sure. it as a kid, sure. the humor stood out more as an adult because then i got the jokes and i was like dude this is hilarious so i'm going ghostbusters oh uh well i just want to note that you know this is the battle of ghosts and goblins (gasps) (laughs) oh yeah i saw you dude that was clever i love that (laughs) so uh no i i remember the first time i saw the labyrinth was um at my school we used to have an eighth grade sleepover at the school and we watched the labyrinth and that was like the first time i saw it and that you know, there's just always fond memories about that. And we're you know cracking jokes, a bunch of eighth graders, and see David Bowie and being all pedophilish to like you know, it's it's kind of weird, you know. He's like the whole premise of the movie is like kind of creepy, but um, I I love the labyrinth, but I can't go against Ghostbusters. I can't. I mean, it's just a phenomenal movie. It's it's so clever, and I think Ghostbusters is literally one of those movies that gets better the more you watch it it is i don't know if i can say the same with about the labyrinth yeah like i love the labyrinth there are certain moments in the labyrinth where i get a little bored like there are certain moments i mean there is one scene in ghostbusters that i'm not a fan of is the one where he asks out dana and then he like there's that she just gets out of like music class or something or whatever um and that part i always like i was always even as a kid i was like i'm gonna fast forward this part but um, I just bought both of them on Blu-ray, and I gotta say, Best Buy, you guys, as you guys are idiots, because okay, <laughs> I saw that post. You saw that there? Well, like, yeah. what was that all about? Because, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I I I posted this. I don't. I did I post this on both of them? No, you just post on brothers. Okay, I thought I did. Okay, anyways, so what happened was I went to Best Buy and I saw they had the double disc of Part One and Two Blu-ray, um, featuring. All the special features, the old ones and the new one, new retrospective features, and that was nine ninety nine for both films in a double uh, box set. 
But then they were also selling part one on its own and part two on its own, each of them fourteen ninety nine, and makes no sense. <laughs> exactly, it was like the hell. It was so random, but obviously the the double one had everything those had. So it was like okay, so I got I just I bought them on Blu-ray. Finally got them the special features. I love the special feature stuff. So nine ninety nine. I don't think it's on sale anymore, ladies and gentlemen. But like I said, I'm going Ghostbusters. Yeah, there. Are, I mean, there's a lot of people who don't like Ghostbusters too. There's a lot of people who just like don't want to have anything to do with that movie. Really? Yeah. You haven't heard that? There's some people who really don't like Ghostbusters too. Oh, part two. Yeah, part two. Oh, oh. I was thinking two as in T O O. Like no. also, you know. No, T like number two. Oh, you know what? You're right, dude. There is a lot of hate towards the second one for some reason. I like it. It it's it, it's not that great compared to the first one but still i it's enjoyable i like it yeah i i don't mind it it's just i what i've heard is like a lot of people say it's just the same movie you know just different <laughs> you know me and my me and my older brother when we were kids after we saw this movie we used to do what was what was their little thing it was when the first time they they they're back as the Ghostbusters. They're like two in the box, one in the right, right, ready, right. or whatever they say. They're cool little like slang. He's like, um, me and my brother, we always used to say that like we would give you high fives to each other and all that. It, I, I loved Ghostbusters, dude. I, down the street, uh, there was this freaking kid who had four proton packs. He was a single child, but he had four proton packs. So awesome. we would go hang out with him. We would always play Ghostbusters, but he hated. That he would, he was one of those kids that he's always Peter Venkman. So, That's no matter what, if you tried to be Peter, dude, he'd get all mad and be like, "Oh, I don't play anymore," and then you just have to go home because he would go inside. But you're yeah, Winston. <laughs> yeah, it would always I'll be Winston. Winston. <laughs> I was like, "All right, I guess I'll be Winston." You know, I just wanted to play with the proton packs, but yeah, dude, those toys were cool. Like, come I on, had the, I just you know, w- w- I forgot until you said it. I used to have a uh, a zip up. You know, um, Ghostbusters suit. I have no idea where it is. If I had it now, um, I would sell it. Because, <laughs> but if it, it for kids, I had that at the proton pack, and then the little gun. And I remember it had like a little radar with the ghost on it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It was cool, and you know, it used to like it used to um, spin it, and it used to be like a radar. And I remember I used to go around and, and thinking I was a Ghostbuster. Yeah, uh, dude, I had this one Ghostbusters toy, and it was it was a different one because this this gun didn't exist. But you know how they try to build different guns, and it was a gun that it was cool because it it, it looked like the actual gun that would be a part of the proton pack, but it was a bit thicker. And what it would be is that it, if you were in in the dark and you would project an actual ghost on the wall, so. What? Yeah, and then when you would press the button, it would do something where it would look like it's capturing it. It was pretty cool, and it would make, like, sounds. It was, it was pretty badass. Like, I had it when I was a kid. I don't know what happened to it, but I, that toy was... I love that toy so much, dude. I thought it was cool. And that, that, that freaking my neighbor friend didn't have that toy, so I was all, like, Sucker. Hack. Yeah, he'd get all mad, too, dude. But There's I, always I jealousies with neighbors and, like, look what I got. And then... For me, it was always like I I always wanted the the dagger, the the Power Ranger green the green. Oh dagger. yeah, never got it, and I remember my neighbor had it, and I was so jealous. I was like, "You suck, bro." You suck. <laughs> All right, so here's the last one, Sanch. Oh, here's the one that you, you we this got is, a lot of hate on this one. This is the hardest one. Yeah, not like uh, real hate, but you know what I mean. 
the Goonies versus Batman. Dude, if 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 any of them were tough, this is the toughest one. This is the toughest one. Just wait till round two, dude. Round two is gonna be nuts. Oh yeah, you're. Oh, you know what? Now that you mention that, forget it, dude. Because the winner of this will have to face probably Back to the Future. I just want to hear the outcry of like when a certain film goes forward and the other one didn't. You right. know, like, oh, because, like, right now, based on what I'm seeing, especially one of them, I've noticed there's a lot of votes for a certain movie, and I feel like the other one is not going to go through, and I know it's going to be a huge upset for people, and I think that's going to be hilarious. But this one here, I know this is the one I was seeing comments and stuff. People were saying that, how how can we choose? Like, there's no way. So, um, it was The Goonies and then Batman. Wow. And these are probably like tie in the sense of the like the the rating system, right? Uh, Goonies is seven point eight, Batman seven point six. Damn. So it's pretty close. Um. Okay. You want me to go first? You would. Yeah. You would. Yeah. You, you you go All first. Right. So. And this is just this is just my opinion. I I'm gonna go with the Goonies because I love the Goonies. It it like. The way that I am and the way that I'm wired, I'm, like, I love adventure. I love, like, you know, going, hanging out with friends and, like, doing stuff. So, like, the Goonies, and I saw the Goonies at that age. I was, like, 10, 11 when I first saw it Mm -hmm. on VHS. And it just, like, it spoke to me, you know? It was, like, almost like a religious experience. I'm, like, (laughs) yes, this movie's awesome. And I love Batman, like, to this day. Like, you know, I, I wear Batman shirts. The same ones that Sanch has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I read the comics. Like, you know, I, I love Batman. But, you know, when it comes to this, like, I just got to go with the Goonies. It's, and, and I love Batman. Like, I, I think the the Michael Keaton one, the Tim Burton, like, mm-hmm. it, it revolutionized, you know, kind of, or gave potential where uh, comic book movies could go, superhero yeah. movies could go, you know, but... Uh, with me, man, I gotta go with the Goonies. I just, I love it, and I can't get enough of it. <laughs> Damn. I mean, here, here's my pick, and especially when it comes to, oh, um, people know me, and as fans, like, you, um, you know, I'm a huge, huge Batman fan. I, I've posted long ago certain things where I have a bunch of figures, majority of the toys figures everything that i have boxed up and and just displayed is all batman um it's true i have like again uh max will text me a t fury shirt and be like dude it's batman and and i'm like right away i'm buying it because it's like it's all batman um i love batman the batman the animated series you know i'm all even even as horrible as the schumacher movies are I can see them for what they are and what he was trying to do, especially with Batman Forever. Honestly, it's not that bad of a movie because if you see it for what he was trying to do and and make it just a campy movie and, you know, like... They were trying to sell toys. That's what No, that was, that was Batman and Robin. Okay. Batman and Robin was the, the toy one. Um... But, like, Batman Forever is not that bad. Uh, Batman that's and Robin, a, yeah. It, that's the it, one with Two-Face and, and Riddler. Yeah, it's, yes. it's okay. The, the Batman and Robin is the horrible one. But, again, I can watch those and be like, I could appreciate it for what it is. Just, you know, for kids and t- so, I mean, most movies, I mean, most of the 80s cartoons were made to sell toys. So, how can we get on him about a certain movie when that's what we all loved in the 80s? But, um, 
but I mean, sadly, I'm gonna have to pick the Goonies. <laughs> as much love I have, good for, yeah, I mean, it, you know, the Goonies are good enough for me, man, and they'll be good enough for you. You know um, what? Goonies never say die. Exactly, they don't. If they did, then they wouldn't be here right now, man. And and here's my reason why, um, again, as much as I love freaking Batman, this is my reason why I'm going to be choosing the Goonies. Okay, look, when it comes to 80s and 80s movies, when you're when you're saying, hey, what's, a, what's an 80s movie? One of the m- most top-picked films that someone right away will pick off of their head is the Goonies. And why? Because the Goonies... Um, one, it was released in the middle of the freaking eighties. Uh, if you, if you want to talk about like eighties movies, the Goonies was there. It was freaking 85. 85 was one of like the biggest years when it comes to freaking, um, uh, eighties movies. You know, Pee Wee's Big Adventures came out in the, like so many movies were in in, in 1985. I love 1985 Back to the Future. Um, episode 11 is our Goonies episode. So if you want to hear us talk about the Goonies, Episode 11 is the Goonies. But that's the thing. Batman came out in 1989. So it was on the tail end of the 80s. So if you're one like, oh, I grew up watching Batman. You grew up watching it in the in the 90s. Like, that's the thing. Like, if you, you, yeah, oh, you may have seen it in the 80s. But majority of the time growing up watching it throughout the years, all 90s. With Goonies, you had a, a good amount of years to enjoy, you know, in the 80s 85 so you had 85 oh i watched in 86 87 88 89 you know so so that's why i feel like for a true 80s movie i'm gonna have to pick for you know the goonies and we actually also did batman we did episode 13 so uh episode 13 is also um our uh batman episode so it seems so more, yeah, batman. more of the popular one so yeah dang dude that's perfect so that wraps it up that's 88 miles per hour March Madness. Dang I, that. Dude, I was looking it up. So some of the, the highest rain, uh, ratings on IMDb that wasn't mentioned was from the 80s movies mm-hmm. So um, that are not on our uh, March Madness. was The number one was uh, Empire uh, Strikes Back, 8.8. Number two was Raiders. Um, number three is Back to the Future. Number four is Jedi. Number five is The Last Crusade. Number six, Die Hard. Number seven, Princess Bride. You know, it doesn't get till number eight, Stand By Me, where, you know, that's Christmas Story. You know, that we can totally do this again. But Dude, we can. I want to do this for, like, like, we could do this during months because October would be cool for, like, all the 80s horror movies. For sure. You know? Um, like, what even, well, is there a lot of Christmas 80s movies? No, not really, right? Like, what else could we do? If we had the pick, on, like, to do this again with movies, how would we do it? We can have suggestions, you know, from our fans. I think it would be cool to do, like, summer flicks. Best mm. summer blockbuster flicks from the 80s. Yeah. Stuff like that. Dang. Um, I mean, for sure, I, I do want to do, you know, ladies of the 80s, uh, that that'd be fun to do because there's a lot of like you know growing up having those crushes on some of those 80s girls where you're like especially you know freaking andy from the goonies oh yeah <laughs> and in lucas come on dude she was yes. she was awesome dude i loved her um you know and winona Ryder for beetlejuice come on dude you know right right there people are like yeah man you know so yeah there, there's a there's there's a lot freaking 
um a lot of movies i'm i'm, I'm excited to see where we're going to be going on the next round um Mia Sarah too dude can't forget about Mia Sarah. oh <laughs> <laughs> there, i mean there's there's a lot dude i mean i, I mean well, well, well actually i feel this time around um we should pick the ladies or have the fans pick the ladies because i feel that the fans will be will have trouble picking the ladies or we should just put out the fans i mean the the ladies and have them vote and then that's how we pick our picks you know like we give them the list of the the actual ladies you know and then you don't want like uh i don't know like the golden girls you don't want them on there no that'd be fine i don't really care you know like it'd be fun because it's ladies of the 80s it's not necessarily like you i guess because i mean if you think about it they are like freaking 80s like you know freaking um you know women i mean they're not sexy but i mean that'd be funny i, I want to see b arthur dude i got some love for b arthur dude <laughs> i'll take, take betty white yeah dude no nah, i'll take the other one the the one that was a little crazy dude like the she was the samantha from the sex in the city like that all oh. crazy and like the old lady who was right, making right. with the love and with all the people right right <laughs> well do you have a, a song? Of course, man. Always. Every week yeah. I have to feature um, Song of the Week, ladies and gentlemen. As always, you know, I I try to give you something that, you know, it's like, all right, you know, can I theme it? Um, usually I don't. I don't try to theme it. Sometimes I do. But today's this pick. I don't have a theme. Um, and that's okay. Because, um, what you call it? Uh, it's, it's still awesome. So today I figure, I'm like, look, I give, I've given you... A song by these guys uh before today's pick i'm gonna give you guys duran duran and um i've actually given you guys uh a duran duran song before uh let's see i know i gave you what the hell did i give you oh i gave you guys the chauffeur um so uh i think you know what yeah i'm gonna do this week's i'm actually it's from the same uh album uh rio i'm gonna give you guys uh save a prayer uh that one i just i just love that song and i'm making sure i'm looking right now i'm like oh, i didn't do it again because i hate freaking accidentally picking it again so yeah so that's actually what i'm gonna do i mean it i it's we're already a long episode i mean you know duran duran is awesome that's many freaking hits and i don't even have to go that much into it so i'm just gonna right away just give you guys uh duran duran's save a prayer um from off the album uh freaking rio that's that cool like when you you know they do a lot of 80s uh like um homage like when people do like fake albums or or t-shirts of like geeky they always do um that cover from duran duran from their from their album um rio like where it's like the lady where it's like the eight it's just like so like 80s art um what you call it um so yeah so that, that's why like I'm, I'm gonna give you guys that song I'll give you guys a Save a Prayer off of the album from that was released on May 10th, 1982. Uh, Real, or, you know, actually was released in November in the United States. But anyways, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So we had fun. Awesome, uh, Max. Once again, thanks for being on the show and giving us this awesome contest. I'm excited. Um, so, yeah, any last words, sir? Uh, make sure you guys comment. It's all based on your comments, and uh, round two is going to be nuts. Yes, round two. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of we're gonna have some issues. So next week, uh, flight of the navigator. So uh, you know, start a study on that film. I'm gonna study up, and we'll we'll do it. So next week we have a, a freaking flight of the navigator. So 
Till then, ladies and gentlemen, me and Max, we finally had some fun talking over this March Madness, but I think it's time we get into that DeLorean and travel back to the future.
Jamie Cameron January.